Welcome to Table Talk, a C3 Family Ministry podcast designed to help parents and students grow as disciples. Our goal is to create a timely and focused discussion that will provide genuine, practical, and encouraging application of God's Word to the everyday needs of the family. My name is Austin Weiss. I'm one of the pastors on staff here at C3. I'm excited to be joined by our family minister, Stacy Spickerite. Hello. Today. Yeah, hey. Um, and we're excited that you're joining us today. Yes, we yep. are. We are excited. And this is one of my favorite focused discussions. You call it a timely and focused discussion. This is one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I just left a, a women's uh, Coffee and Connect, and we t- sat and talked about how hard it is to be a parent at different seasons of life. Every season brings its own set of challenges um, as a parent, um, Whether because we want to raise these humans to be these Jesus-loving, selfless humans. Mm. And that's not easy because by nature, our children are selfish. By nature, our children are kind of looking to create their own way. And it's our job to point them on the way of Jesus. And that that shouldn't be easy. And um, I've just come to realize every season of life, even You know, I have these adult kids now, and um, it's hard. It is really hard. Um, It's hard to create the great conversations and the choices in their life, and there's going to be hard seasons. But you and I are here to have this conversation that will hopefully encourage our parents that in the midst of those hard, that um, we want to help our parents to work smarter and not harder, that we want to come alongside them. Yeah, yeah. So that's the the title for today's podcast is Work Smarter, Not Harder harder. And uh, I'm excited about this. Uh, I want to introduce kind of what sparked this conversation uh, today. Um, I think this probably doesn't completely encapsulate everything we were trying to do, but um, kind of two things. Okay. So sometimes as parents, uh, we can feel like we're doing this on our own, right? Mm-hmm. We can feel isolated. Definitely. No one else is going through what I'm going through with my kid. No one else has the same problems, right? Thanks, Instagram, for that, <laughs> right? We just compare yeah. our yes. struggles with everybody else's perfection, right? Yes. And then if someone else knew what I was going through, they would just judge me, right? Yeah. But the truth is, is that we are imperfect parents parenting imperfect mm-hmm. kids. Um, that's the truth for all of us. And by the way, we also like attend and belong to an imperfect church as well. Right. That's right. That's so, right. like, we don't have all of the answers, but we want really, we want these podcasts to be conversational. We don't always get to have an in depth conversation with every single one of you, mm-hmm. um, with every parent or every student that's involved in our ministries, but we want it. We want to. So, maybe these podcasts are just a, maybe this specific conversation is a good way for us to just start the conversation with you and you want to continue it going with us. That's really what, what yes. we hope. Ask um, us a coffee or something. We want to keep talking about it yeah, with you. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah. So that's the first thing. Sometimes as parents, I feel like we can, we feel like we're doing this on our own. You are not on your own. Yeah. Hear that clearly this morning. Um, but the other thing is, um, I think other times as parents, we want to do it on our own mm. or uh, like if we're honest, uh, sometimes our pride as parents, isolates us. Um, like, I can figure this out. I'm supposed to figure this out, right? Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I know my kids the best. I have it, I've got it under control. Um, and honestly, those things, I, I don't doubt that they're true yeah, a lot of times for, for most of you parents, right? Like, you, you know your kids best. You've got it under control. You can figure it out if there's a situation. But honestly, as we read our Bibles, that's not exactly how the church and families are supposed to operate, right? We're supposed to, um, like, we're supposed to work together. We're supposed to come together and and 
support one another and and be there to to help so yeah yeah. i am i have been in this this role for 15 years here at the church and one thing i've noticed is when people are pregnant with their first um baby they are like sponges they want to hear they want to read what did you read what did you learn what you know there's so much they're just grasping for so much knowledge and then it seems like I, I can almost just mark the moment, but it's around six weeks that that baby has been in the home and the walls just start going up with parents. And it's because mm. they have been in survival mode and um, they they feel like they know that child the best. And all of a sudden speaking into um, ways to do family and ways um, to just some parenting tips those those eyes get a little bit glassy and a little bit more like I'm not really open to what you have to say because they might be thinking I you don't know what I'm going through or you don't know how hard it is with this baby and um listen I've been there and I get that and um but the thing is, whether it's a six-week-old baby or you have a 16-year-old um, mm. in your home, um, building up those walls will never really be, we will never be into what Scripture has called us to do. We are to be in um, walking in one, one another and how we can one another uh, really draw each other closer to Jesus and our discipleship. So my, our, I hope that everybody hears that we, you and I are both um, in this. We've felt these feelings mm. of feeling like we're on our own, but we want to say, let's bring the walls down and let's um, allow us to walk alongside all in our imperfection. That whole idea, breathe in God's mercy, exhale his grace. That mm. is just, should be a part of our posture as parenting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I've heard uh, this a couple different times in the last couple weeks. Uh, and I, I'm sure I've heard this over the years of doing ministry, but um, there's 168 hours in a week. Mm. Um, and I think when we have the mindset as parents uh, that we want to do it on our own and where our pride kind of isolates us mm-hmm. um, is we have this thought of, I'm going to come, we're going to come to church, right? And uh, we've had, we've, I've literally had conversations with, with parents about saying, hey, can you fix my kid? You know, like, <laughs> yeah. can you fix this or have this, have this conversation when, when something comes up? Um, or we just check it off, check our church box mm. off, you know, or our Jesus box off. Um, uh, and like, we'll take care of the rest, right? But mm. is your student being adequately discipled, made to be more like Jesus in, in two hours when there's 166 other hours in the week, right? That's this right. kind of leads us into uh, what we've been covering as a church, the triangle. Um, I heard it said, even actually just this morning, listen to a podcast, and uh, John Mark Comer, uh, who writes The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, he said, um, yeah, your your relationship with Jesus isn't a hobby. Mm. It's not just something you sprinkle on top um, of a recipe, right? It's something that needs to be woven in from the very beginning, right? So, yeah. um, and this is what, this is why we exist, um, why Cardinal Christian exists. We exist to make disciples of Jesus who are in community and on mission. So we want to see men, women, and children growing as disciples of Jesus by walking with Jesus. That's the first part of the triangle by living in community. That's the second part. And then by loving others on mission. Now, the part of this is, is that like this is an equilateral triangle, right? So, yeah. like if you if you have if uh, you want to pursue Jesus on your own, but you're not involved in community, you're going to have a 
way off balance um, life. Like you need to be in community, mm-hmm. uh, surrounded by loving uh, by loving other people who are on the same page as you, who are pursuing the same God as you. Um, but you also need to be serving. You also need to be right. Like there's all these things work together. Um, so really that kind of focuses our discussion a little bit of where, where do we want to, like, how do we want to work smarter, not harder? How are we partnering with, um, with parents in this? What are some different things that are going on? Um, how are we doing this as a, as a family ministry team specifically? Um, and there's a, there's quite a few things that are going on and we, so the whole point is, work smarter, not harder. We don't have to reinvent the wheel, the wheel yeah. as parents. Yeah. Um, you're like, there are, there are resources, there are opportunities for you to get plugged in as a family. There are different things that you can prioritize, um, that will help grow your students as disciples, which is hard work, yeah. right? Uh, and you're not meant to do it on your own. And there are great resources out there outside of the church, obviously. Mm-hmm. And and we that's a whole other podcast. If we're like, here's some resources we want to put in your kids' hands. But today I think we're trying to say you might be waiting on a resource or looking for something to help you. And we're saying right here, we have things right here to help yeah. um, in the triangle. And I think you have spoken into my children's lives, all four of them now. And you've said, Austin, I've heard you say the question, like, what's next? What What's next mm. in your walk as a disciple? And that has always challenged me as a parent too to be asking them that question, but then asking myself that's qu- that question. So uh, thinking about that triangle, is it really equilateral in your life or in your family life, or do you is it one's way one side is way longer than the other, and mm-hmm. what what is next? And I think we want to help with that today. Is do a self evaluation as a person as a family. What's our triangle look like as a disciple? Is one side way off, you know, way longer than the other? Um, and what is next in mm-hmm. our family's life? What can we do next to help us grow um, as a disciple and as as um, a Jesus follower that is going to make a difference? Yeah, so. yeah. So there's a lot of different, a lot of different things. We're just going to list out several things here yeah. that are going on that you can jump in. Um, that might fall in different parts of the triangle, different angles of the triangle here. Um, but the first one we want to just talk about is fall outreach. Fall outreach is coming up. It's something we do every fall. Uh, it's a tangible way for you to gather with friends and family to bless uh, our local outreach partners, some of our local children's homes, um, to bless uh, Web City Cares. Mm-hmm. Um, we we try to partner with uh, what well, we do. We don't try. We partner mm-hmm. with Carterville Elementary um, year in and year out. Um, so this is a way to... Uh, just to be on mission uh, with some of our local outreach partners who are doing some great work um, in our community and and even around our community as well. Mm-hmm. Um, man, this is a great way for you to jump in and, mm-hmm. and be involved. We just started that uh, this last Sunday, uh, gathering donations for that. So check yeah. out. It's Go a to, really, the yeah. children's homes, I've been on the phone with them this past week and they love these care packages that mm. we send. And so um, I wish everyone in our church could get to talk to the, the children's home directors that I get to talk to, that they get excited about these care packages. So it's such an easy way. And um, fall outreach will roll, roll right into Blessing Feed the Heart. We'll be doing like a canned food drive here as a church. So um, it's just, there's just right here, very practical ways your family can jump in to be on mission. Yeah, yeah. I would also say... Um, uh, Sunday school for for those of you who have sixth through twelfth grade students, mm-hmm. we we offer Sunday school just during our nine o'clock service on Sunday mornings. Um, 
for all 6th through 12th grade. There's a 6th through 8th grade class and then a a high school class as well. Um, But really, this is meant for students to, like, it's meant to be a next step for students Mm -hmm. um, in how to go deeper in the relationship with Jesus. So uh, we've actually revamped it just just in the last month. Um, But we're really trying to be intentional with letting students in community um, open up the Word and be able to make simple observations of a text so that it can translate into their own personal study as they read, as they open up the Bible and read, um, read through a passage of scripture, they know the right questions to ask Mm -hmm. whenever they come to a text. Um, and therefore they can, they can find out what God is trying to say to them. So we're trying to instill that in students in Sunday school. It's a great opportunity for your student, uh, to get involved and to figure out how to, what time um, is that? Austin, what do you, when you say Sunday school, what do you mean by yeah, that? What time of, is that? Nine o'clock, just during the nine o'clock service, um, for six through six through 12th grade, um, in our, in our youth rooms, right off the atrium, you come right there as you're walking down towards the main, main auditorium, um, and yeah, it's a it's a great time for for students to be in community and to open up the Word of God together. So yeah, and yeah. as a church as a whole, we're really um, emphasizing a groups initiative this fall, and um, we are groups are including Bible studies, uh, women's groups, men's groups, um, life groups. Uh, we we want you to find a place that you can be in, in a one another um, community with somebody else. Like I said, I just came from um, from one that I go to, and it's Coffee and Connect with Women um, at the first and third Thursdays. And um, it is just a blessing. Um, I love those mm-hmm. ladies, and I have just come to look forward to first and third Thursday, and we can pray together and get real. It's just amazing. We all come with the same mindset. We're immediately going to get real. I think I hear great, great, I love hearing stories from your life group, Austin, and other people of just the conversations and seeing you take care of each other. Our Bible studies, we do multiple ones in a semester, and they're very intentional um, in what they are studying. And And the women just got done doing one on the of women in Luke, and I heard amazing stories from that. And we're getting ready to do a Joshua one. So we are trying to give you places to not only be in community, but also with Jesus, Mm -hmm. with somebody else. And um, so we want you to take advantage of those groups, um, whether that be men's, women's, a Bible study, a life group, get on our website right there, easy way, some easy ways to get right in community and with Jesus um, with some other people. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's been really good, even just the re... um, recalibrating of what life groups are all about uh has just been uh, a fresh wind uh that we've had um this this uh this semester really just kind of helped me even as a life group leader even though i'm on staff and i should know how to effectively run a group Mm -hmm. like i think sometimes i can just caught get caught into just we're just going to catch up today you know and then that turns into we're just going to catch up for the third week in a row you know instead of being intentional and, and praying with one another and it's been really good um just being able to study the word together uh, with with like minded people and um, and encourage one another and pray with one another, it's been really good. So um, another thing that your students can get involved in is our retreats that are coming up. We do a mm-hmm. sixth or eighth grade retreat and a ninth through twelfth grade retreat um, every fall, and um, it's just a great way for for students to to connect with one another in community and to open up the word of God together. Um, it honestly it takes. We tell our small group leaders this because we it's very small group intentional, um, but it really takes group relationships to a different level. Yeah. Uh, because you think about you know, 
uh, if your student comes to every single thing we offer and our small group leader comes to every single thing we offer, the max they're getting is three hours a week, right? Okay. Like, and then you do a retreat like this and it's, you know, two and a half or two full days, right? It's 48 hours, right? Yeah. That exponentially uh, increases trust. It exponent, exponentially increases um, just a, a bond that is made between small group leaders and students. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great, it's another person that's investing in your student. So uh, why would you not want them to be a part of it? We're excited what we're, we're covering. We're retreats. It's my, one of my favorite yeah, yeah. places on earth. We're so going to we Camp Saokamo. Yes. Um, yes, and I it's, love it there. It's so much fun. We, we have so much fun. We get to worship, get to open up the word together, get to have some good food together and um just spend some great time in community. So the great, kids love just being out there, just us on the camp yeah. grounds. There's something that they, the I've seen my own kids and other students. They just love those retreats when they get to be out there at their campground. Just their church is yeah. really something they will always. It's like goes in my big kids like their top favorite uh, memories of youth group yeah. go back to being out there. So it's good yeah. times, good yeah. times, good times. Yep. Well, um, that's going to kind of, this one's not like a special thing to go to. It's just our regular programming. We offer um, during the 9 and the 1045 for C3 kids, um, babies through fifth graders. Um, I just, I know we've talked about it, but what they're doing with the curriculum um, is just beautiful and Mm -hmm. it is uh, Christ-centered, gospel-centered, and um, we are really, really proud of the work that's going into the Bible teaching, and then even our students, our Wednesday night students, and that's our you know K through fifth grade and our sixth through twelfth grade on Wednesday nights. All of that regular, what we call, we call that regular programming. That's just happening all of the time, and we're, that right there is man, parents. That's where your kids need to be mm-hmm. in that regular programming, whether they are babies, whether they are high schoolers, um, that regular just nourishment of hearing how much God loves them and God has equipped them and made them and putting the word of God just regularly in them and just people, other people in your child's life that love them so much and are pointing them back to Jesus um, the word regular is not a mistake. Is we want them here regularly. That regular mm-hmm. programming, and what the cool thing is now, is um, we have developed a blog. Again, we're going to point you back to our website, but you can find that through our C three kids and our C three youth. But all of that blog is based on the regular programming. So if you're saying, I don't know how to get my kid just to read their Bible, let's say something simple. Go to that blog. Look at what they're what they're learning on a Sunday or on a Wednesday night, and then invite your child to read all around that um, throughout for their quiet time. Maybe five minutes of Bible reading. It can come from rereading the story from Sunday or what they're going to learn on Wednesday night. Um, so use the regular programming, and then I'm going to say the blog comes in with that because that that from our website, the C3 Kids and the C3 Youth for Parents on our website is for you parents mm-hmm. it's for you um it's coming alongside what they are learning about what they're hearing the people they're around it's got our small group leaders all of that is all right there at your fingertips now use that to help point your child back and use the same um, you can put that be a family memory verse um whatever their memory verse is on sunday put that as your on your refrigerator and you as a family be um, memorizing that so um mm-hmm. use what's happening here regularly to be just a really simple way to engage as a family that's great that's yeah great. yeah and then so that's just like what happens here every sunday wednesday that's just 
ongoing. But then we also try to offer seasonally special resources. So to start school off, we had a prayer card resource that's still available that is a prayer, um, just gives you a a prayer for each day of the week, or you can use one per week and let it be a six-week process, however you want to do it. But it's through Colossians 3. Um, And I know so many people that are using this resource. It's been such a blessing to hear feedback from it. Um, But we will do those for Christmas. We'll do those for Easter. So we're going to always offer some type of a seasonal resource that is just kind of like what I would call an exclamation mark on um, your uh, role of uh, discipling your child as we've got the regular programming always at your fingertips through our website but here's this extra thing that you can do Mm -hmm. that like hey or maybe you've never actually prayed together as a family or you've never actually had a devotion it's just always going to be a very simple resource to get in conversation on a focusing text um, focusing conversation focusing questions it's going to just give you a very very simple way to engage as a family you and your student you and your child so we Mm -hmm. um, like I said we just have one through Colossians 3 and we'll be getting a new one out for Christmas soon that will be a a special resource but we really try to make those uh, we don't want them to be intimidating we want it to be something that anybody can pick it up and use it even a kid could Mm -hmm. use it on their own we make it that's our purpose with those special resources that's great yeah that's great so yeah so we want to talk about so what next then right how do you get started today Um, uh, what can you do uh, to help you work smarter, not harder, right? To how, how can we partner with you? Because we know this is hard. Like raising disciples of Jesus is hard. It's not uh, not for the faint of heart, right? That's right. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Uh, there's some simple steps that you can take, though, if you're not taking these steps, right? The first thing I would say is just make programming a, a priority mm-hmm. for your family, right? Um, we all we all know the phrase, right? You you have have time for what you make time for is that how or you make time for what you mm-hmm. i don't i'm not sure but right I, I, I the deal is yeah. there's 168 hours in the week right and we fill those hours with some things that really if we're if we would just take a step back and look at the overarching thing what we what our end goal is for our students mm-hmm. some of them we'd be like man why are we spending so much time on this when that's not a priority for where we want our student to be in right. in 10 years, right? Or where That's we right. want them to be um, mm-hmm. as they continue to, to grow in the Lord. Um, I would say programming needs to be a priority. This community needs to be a priority for, for you and for your student. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say also, like, use use the resources that we have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't just a, a thing, we're, another thing we're trying to throw at you. We're hoping it's a, it's a resource, like what Stacy's saying. Maybe, maybe you don't know where to start. Uh, or don't know how to encourage your student to get in the Word, um, or don't know what what you can be praying about specifically for your student as you send them to programming or whatever. Um, it's, it's clearly laid out for you in those blogs, too, what your student's learning, what they're reading through, what they're mm-hmm. covering. Uh, use those resources. Use our family resources, too, that are that are available to you. Um, whether that's this podcast or or these the prayer cards that we're that we're doing uh, that Stacy just just talked about, uh, use these different things. The other, the last thing, and I think this is this might be the most important of of them all, um, is are you and in, are you involved in community as a as a parent? Um, because you you need a, a loving community with you mm-hmm. to walk with you in this. Um, you just you just need it. You need other people that are that are going through similar things. You need other people that are encouraging you to to stand strong, stand firm. You need you need people who are 
who are going to call you out whenever you are doing something dumb or whenever you're not you're not uh, walking the way that you should. Um, we need each other. So um, are you involved in a group, whether that's a women's coffee and connect or a life group or a Bible study or whatever, mm-hmm. like get in, get involved in a group if you're not as a parent right now. So those are just some simple things. Yeah. And they need yeah. to see you needing that. Like, you know, we want to communicate to our students that they are not alone. And so they're going, they're watching us as parents all mm-hmm. of the time. And so we don't want to communicate to them that, man, we just got to muscle our way through this. We're all by ourselves, you know, like we want to communicate to our students that, man, we need other people. We mm-hmm. need other disciples to speak into our life. And, and I just hate it for the times that I didn't do well with that as yeah. my kiddos. I want to do better at my children seeing me lean on other people or other people speaking into or how we can encourage one another. And um, so, yeah, I think asking ourselves that question, are you involved in a group um, as a parent and I think those are great ways, awesome, to say what is next. Um, what what can I what can I do next? Yeah. Um, we just I'm going to read the scripture over us, and um, it's just uh, you can use it as a prayer um, to be like, yes, Lord, that's what I want. I want to start today hmm. um, with this, um, or um, may it just be an encouragement to you. So it comes from Deuteronomy six. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Yeah, and that's that's our heart. That's what we want. That's what we. That's what we're trying to. That's what we're trying to do. Which what we're. That's what why we exist is to make disciples who are, um, who have these commands, who have these truths of God written on their hearts. Right, that it's not just, um, not just something we do when we come into this church building, but something that we do. Every single word, every single place that we go. So we hope yeah. this this episode of Table Talk um, has been beneficial, encouraging for you as a parent. If it has been, why don't you go ahead and share it uh, with somebody you, who you think might benefit from it as well? Um, and we'd love to continue the conversation. If anything resonated with you, um, if you have any questions about what we discussed, or want to figure out how you can get connected, what you can do to uh, what's your next step, or uh, make it specific to you, you can email us at C three Fam at Carterville Christian. Dot com, um, and we'd be happy to continue the conversation, or just come find us. Yeah. We would love, we would love to have a conversation, take you to coffee, or or whatever we can. Uh, man, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>